0: And ultimately, God is the one who sees the bigger picture. We just get stuck in the little right, things, in this little slice, and the weeds, and that's all we see.
1: Hey, everybody! Welcome to this week's episode of Kettering Connect, the weekly video cast and podcast where Pastor Andrea and I get together and hang out and talk about the scriptures, the teaching from last weekend, and apply them to life. So, just in case you don't know, the podcast is available on Apple Pie. Wow, can I speak? On <laughs> Apple Podcast and Spotify, or you can watch right here. Come you know, it's always
0: good to get the, the stumbles out at the beginning, because then it's like, oh, I already messed up, yeah, well, okay. now it's all
1: good. But I... <laughs> I just keep on screwing up throughout. That, that's kind of my, my MO I do the I just same thing. Keep on making mistakes. Uh, but it
0: always makes me feel like okay, well I already I already messed up so I can just keep going now. I get more exactly. I
1: can just relax. No, oh, yeah, exactly. So last week you spoke um not only an online version, but here at church in front of live people. Yeah. Um for the first time since you've been here. What was that like?
0: It was great to see people. It was, they were just really too far away. Super far so, away. Yes. Yeah. And everyone's in so masks. which really you should see. be in masks. Yes. And so you couldn't really see. So next time we do it, which we will, um, yeah. we have to do it again. We will need to move it closer because it's just difficult.
1: Yeah. So in case you don't know, we had Matthew West here with us and Jake. Yeah, we always, oh, yeah, we all, yeah. Jake always gets mm-hmm. left out. I feel like mm-hmm. he's just kind of in the back doing his thing. Mm-hmm. But they were here helping us uh, with worship this last weekend, and Pastor Andrea spoke, and we kind of did an outdoor drive in church experience, which was super fun. The, yeah. was awkward great. for November, not awkward, but odd yeah, just for November. The weather. Gorgeous weather. It was like 75 degrees, and, yeah. and it, it was anyway, unbelievable. Because I even
0: I wore a jacket, and I thought, man, I'm hot.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it well, was and, really in the morning, warm. it was cold, right? So, I, as usual, yeah. I was wearing a beanie because my head always gets cold. But then, as it just kept warming up. Yeah, I was like, oh, it, was really warm. so it was anyway,
0: really warm. So anyways, you
1: spoke from Genesis 3. Yep. Um, so we're going to kind of dive into that. Mm-hmm. And um, so feel free, all of you paying attention at home, you can open up your scriptures or yep. your we would love phone you to do or that. whatever. And we're just going to read through Genesis 3, kind of the first section, 1 to 15, where... Um, we're really talking about temptation. You opened up your message in the teaching of the weekend talking about if you could describe, like, basically, right, if you could describe our time or, or this mm, year our world, in one yeah. word. Our mm-hmm. world in one word. And you had a bunch of different— uh, And,
0: of course, I got it, uh, you know, because I said that Michael, my husband, said upside down. And, of course, I got yeah. a text saying, that's two words. You know there's going to be that one person and I knew it too and yes. I knew exactly who was who was going to be one of my friends and I was just like yeah I knew it I should have for just for you I should have yeah, said yeah. it's technically too <laughs> Yeah
1: yeah that was, That's that so was true. Hilarious. But no I but think anyways, that was yeah. good and it um is it's down. something that we need to be thinking about you know now and processing yeah. as a, as a people as a culture and community so for sure. Um, yeah so I, I would I was, I was thinking as I was listening to you speak and I was like, huh, what word would I choose? Um, I would choose the word broken. Mm -hmm. Um, I just think there's so much brokenness in our world, Mm -hmm. no matter what side you land or how you land politically or whatever, like there's just this feeling of brokenness, broken expectations Mm -hmm. and, and schedules and relationships Mm -hmm. and jobs and finance, just so much brokenness. Well, Um, and
0: that's why this is like, Perfect because this right. is where it all starts. Right. I mean, it starts with Satan, and then right here in it Genesis. Comes to it, so, right. for so, humanity so I think it's great so.
1: that we're talking about this, and I think it makes yeah. sense. So, um, yeah, you want to read Let's just re- like sure. the first seven verses, one and I'll finish seven. it up there. So, sure. we're just gonna read Genesis three one to fifteen, and then we'll talk about it for seventeen yeah.
0: minutes. And in case, I mean, I'm guessing everybody knows you, but.
1: We oh, didn't yeah. introduce you, so this is Pastor <laughs> yeah. Jason,
0: um, so just in case there's someone new watching.
1: Yeah, no, it's true. This is Pastor Andrea, the lead pastor here at Kettering, who's a rock star, and that's all you got to know.
0: <laughs> well, and so is Jason. So is everybody on the team. <laughs> that's we true. We have a really Our, great team. We
1: do have a great team. Yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah, we should probably highlight them Everybody more often.
0: just Yeah, everybody just pitches in whenever needed, and and you know that they will do, like, go, go beyond whatever is expected, and
1: yeah. it's just... It's Even Jeremy. Great.
0: Even Jeremy.
1: <laughs> Jeremy, if you're watching, I love you. You know yeah, that. Yeah, just in case. He's Jason a,
0: and Jeremy have a love-hate relationship.
1: Well, that's because he's a Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles fan. And really? It. But anyway, we digress. Okay, let's get into the scriptures and okay, stuff let's that's let's actually do important.
0: All right, Genesis 3, verse 1. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden. But of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, you will not surely die. For God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw the tree was good for food and it was pleasant to the eyes and tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. And the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And I always read from the New King James Version, just in case you're wondering, and I think you read from what, NIV? Uh,
1: No, New Living. New Living. Yeah, I read from New Living. Um, Okay, so verse 8. When the cool evening breezes were blowing, (laughs) the man. okay, so that's... Okay, I'm not going to on that. I know. I was going to start
0: like commenting on everything, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, let's we'll, just okay, keep we'll going. Okay, we'll just keep on going.
1: <laughs> when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord God walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord God among the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. Mm. Who told you that you were naked? The Lord God asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replied, it was the woman you Mm -hmm. gave me. (laughs) Because we always blame each other. (laughs) It was the woman you gave me, which is, okay, I'm not going to comment. But it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. Verse 13, then the Lord God asked the woman, what have you done? Mm -hmm. The serpent deceived me, she replied. That's why I ate it. Verse 14, then the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all animals, domestic and wild. You will crawl on your belly, groveling in the dust as long as you live, and I will cause hostility between you and the woman and between your offspring and her offspring. He will strike your head and you will strike his heel.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, Ending. so good. Uh, we have 14 minutes to talk about this, but honestly, yep. we've about this for like... Two weeks. Yeah, we could. So there's a lot here. <laughs> um, yeah. So some yeah. basic observations.
0: Yeah, I mean, just the beginning to me is so interesting because it says it starts out by saying the serpent, which is Hanachash, and yeah. you know, so the serpent is coming. So this is these a specific serpent. This is not just any serpent. This yep. is Satan, and that's uh, and later on when you look at Revelation, you see that it's it's saying the mm-hmm. serpent of old. I mean, there is a connection throughout the Bible for mm-hmm. everything, mm-hmm. and so it's clearly telling us this is a different kind of serpent. This mm-hmm. is Satan who's coming in. And talking to the woman, and he says, okay, well, did God really say that, oh, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? Mm -hmm. And that question to me is just so sinister, because from the start, he's trying to make her think that God is a tyrant. Mm -hmm. Because from the beginning, like, oh, if if he really said, well, you shall not eat of any tree, well, then yes, he is a tyrant, right? right? And he's a domineering God. Right. But that is not what he's doing. He said of that only that one tree, because it was all about who are they going to trust, God or Satan.
1: Right, right.
0: You know, and so that's why, but he's twisting it.
1: Right, and I think that's so good, and we see that a lot, but essentially he's attacking... Her theology yes. of who God is—is yep. is God really limiting? If we look back at what God actually said in Genesis two, mm-hmm. he, um, it's actually quite the opposite. Um, in, in chapter two, verse what is this? Like fifteen? Like a, no, sixteen. No, yeah, sixteen. Um, oh, it yeah. says, "But you mm-hmm. may freely eat yeah. the fruit of every tree in the garden." So, like the first command isn't limiting; it's free, <laughs> right. right? And it's 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 enjoyable. Like I created mm-hmm. this for you. This is a beautiful gift. Mm-hmm. Enjoy and and live yeah. and and. Satan twists it and says, No, 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 your God is limiting and holding back. Right. And, and I think sometimes for us, we can still think that way about God. Oh, you yeah. Know? Um, so. Well,
0: and that's why it is so, so crazy that he does this. And he's still doing that in our lives because yeah. he makes us think that unless we have complete freedom, that is the only time we're going to be happy, which is a right. complete lie. Right, right. Right. Especially when it comes to the fact of this. Knowing good and evil, there's nothing good about knowing evil,
1: right? Right, right, right.
0: And so, it's really a twisting of our minds of us seeing it from a different perspective so that it seems like it's good when it really isn't, right? But and yeah.
1: what I also think is that, you know, speaking of the twisting thing, um, Eve actually adds to it, um, yeah, right? uh, yeah it, I was just gonna say that, oh, yeah, okay, go yeah. Ahead. Go so, ahead. um, in verse three, it's only okay, so basically, I can't read, I need, yeah, at new the process. end, yeah, sure. at the very end, um, It says, God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, Mm -hmm. you will die. Mm -hmm. That's not true. God did not say that. No. Right? She adds that part, which I think sometimes in our everyday life, we can add that part too, where we think God is a little bit more than he actually is. Mm -hmm. Well, he Mm -hmm. wants me to... And it, No, it's more freeing yeah. than... But it also we,
0: shows her state of mind in the fact that she's been thinking about it. So she's been mm, thinking about touching sure, it. That's sure. the reason for why she even adds it. Right. Because if it wasn't something that she had already been contemplating, then she wouldn't have said it. Right. You know, because of the fact that, like, it is that specific thing. She's like, yeah, no, 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 but God said don't even touch it. Because she's thinking about touching it.
1: Right, right.
0: Um. Yeah. And a little and, bit and, later... And we do that too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think... Um, <laughs> Uh, where's the verse? But when it says that she took the fruit and and ate it, yeah, verse six. Um, and I think you know, so we used to talk about this a lot with, when I used to teach sophomores. And um, so, like, if I if I do this, you took it, or I took it, right? Now there is actually mm-hmm. a difference, right? I can place it in your hand, you took it, mm-hmm. right? Or right, you just take it. Um, hopefully, okay, in my head yeah. that makes sense. Maybe you're thoroughly confused, but my point is, <laughs> um, one of my favorite authors, Ellen White, says that the serpent placed it in her hand, Mm. and she took it. Mm. So, and I think he's actually catching her, right? Because God didn't say the whole touch thing, but like Satan's a genius. Yeah, he knows. Right, he knows. And so he picks up on that. Oh, you're saying, this is what you're already thinking? So he places it in her hand. Yeah, She takes it. Now she thinks, I'm stuck. Now she wasn't, but that's that's the trap, right? Yeah.
0: No, that's such a good point of now she thinks that she's stuck because that happens to us too. Right. When temptation happens, it's like suddenly we're like, well, we're stuck now. And so now we got to do it. It's almost like right. we're just, you know, entrapped and it's all in our mind. Right. And it's so crazy how powerful our mind is. Right. You know, that, and that's what Satan knows it. All he has to do is just get to our mind. Mm-hmm. And it, has, it doesn't have to be reality at all. It's all just how I think in the moment.
1: Mm-hmm. So crazy. Yeah. So right. um so she takes it and then and then she gives to her husband who was also with her. Yeah.
0: Well and I also find it interesting that, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like the temptation is she sees that it was good for food. Like oh, these yeah. things are still things that we all have a problem right, with. Right. So it's good for food, something that's going to taste good. And right. so many people have a, such a hard time saying no to anything, Right. you know, that's on the table. Like mm-hmm. anything that's sweet, that's still that's still a problem. Um, pleasant to the eyes, like something that looks beautiful. And I right. don't know about guys, but especially for women, like that's a temptation. Mm. If something is beautiful, you're just going to be like, whoa, you know, yeah, I want it. You're attracted it. to it. Yeah, yes, yeah. you're attracted to it.
1: Yeah. No, I no, I agree. And I think, um, so I'll just get right to the point. So one of the things I used to teach my sophomores, and I really just think it's true, that the question of all temptation, like, I mean, everyone's tempted in myriad different ways, right? We all have examples of temptation. But I think at its core, all temptation really boils down to one single question. Um, and if you're from Loma Linda, you better know this, right? Because I would drill this into your brains. And that is, the question is, do I trust God or do I trust myself? I think mm-hmm. that all temptation boils yeah. down to that one single question: Do I trust mm-hmm. God or do I trust myself and Here is just kind of a, an example of that where she 's looking at the fruit like you just said. Mm-hmm. she sees that it looks good, she sees that it 's beautiful that she 's thinking she 's trusting herself. This will make me wise this will this yeah. will elevate me right by doing this right so this is all a process yeah, in her right. own head versus trusting god mm-hmm. and um, and that 's the thing and I just think you know from here. That is that that's Satan's issue, I think, yeah. in in attacking all of us is no don't trust God. You can trust yourself to get this grade, or trust that's yourself right. to get to feel loved, or trust mm-hmm. yourself to be able to get through the stress that you're getting or you're experiencing. So you need this to, you know, as a as mm-hmm. a way to escape kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um It's
0: all about yeah. what we think we need. Right. Yeah. And yeah. want. And really right. it's always fulfilling something, right? That we think that is like Oh, you know, I need this. Yeah,
1: you're right. <laughs> for me, there's something lacking. <laughs> yes, and I need that to fill it, versus just trusting yeah. God to fill it.
0: Yeah, and for them, I mean, she's completely forgetting that God had already given them everything.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And so
0: it's just this this idea of even though I have everything, guys because I mean, there was nothing better in this world than the Garden right. of Eden. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And yet they still like all of these things seem like oh, there's something more to gain in right. in this. Right. Right which can totally happen to us. And it does happen because we're still unsatisfied with things that we have. And in a way it makes sense because obviously we still want what God had given them right Mm -hmm. from the start. Sure. But that is not something we're going to have until we go to heaven again. Mm -hmm. Um,
1: Yep, no, yeah. it's good. Uh okay, so let's keep going because yeah. we're kind of running out of time. Oh, yeah, so, sometimes. um oh, any other observations from that spot? Um, so, she takes it.
0: She gives it to him, which is to me is interesting too because that means she wanders off and she's doing this by herself and then she goes and gives it to him. Right. And there are some people who say, well, his 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 problem is even worse because yes. because of the fact that he's the one who takes it from her and he knows exactly what he just happened. Knows. Right. And he takes it because, you know, he's just like, well, I don't want to lose her. Right. And...
1: So if you think about it, because, yeah, I've, we would yeah. also often have all these, you know, discussions. Is it kind of like a really cute love story? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of sick and twisted. Okay. Yeah. Right? But he's, he needs to, he's trying to decide, am I going to be God's son? Yeah. Or am I going to be devoted to, yeah. right, to my wife, basically, mm-hmm. right? Or, um, you know, because yeah, yeah. she's going to die. He's thinking she's going to die. Yeah. And so a part of it also could be trusting myself or trusting God. Well, God made her yeah. to be my companion. If she dies, I'm gonna be alone. Right. I mean, yeah, I don't know. These exactly. are all discussions I want to talk to Adam about one day. Yeah. But
0: Well, I'm sure all of those things went through his head. And so in the end, right. he's just like, Okay, I'm gonna do this. And that's the same thing with Satan and all of his followers of the angels. Right. They love him so much that they're just like, Well, okay, we're gonna follow him because he's our friend, you know? Yeah. And yeah. that is such a huge thing for all of us too, because yeah. just because again, is it are we going to trust Ourselves and this person, you know what Satan really wants us, mm-hmm. or why are we going to trust God? Mm-hmm. And ultimately, God is the one who sees the bigger picture. We just get stuck in the little right. things, in this little, and the weeds, and that's all we see. Right. Um, but as you were t- saying that, I was thinking of something else. Um, oh yeah, that I've had people ask me that. Okay, so what would have happened to Eve? Sure. Well. God God would have come even for her.
1: Right. Absolutely. Jesus would have come
0: even just for that one person. So right. really, you know, it wouldn't have been a loss and and yes, there's always all these speculation questions that we can ask that really aren't good for anything because right. we don't you know one have all thing, of it. Right, right. But if Jesus was going to die for the human for the human race, then he was going he was going to die for one
1: person too. Right. So in theory, if that would have been it and Adam wouldn't have and she dies, Adam would have or Jesus would have died. Just for yeah. Eve, and that's, right. that's it, Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, which but is... they have a problem. So now they're uh, naked, they're ashamed, not really sure. We'll talk to them one day about what that's like, mm-hmm. but then they immediately go to action to fix it, yeah. which I think that's what we do too, right? Yep. And I think this is where we're introduced to this whole idea of, um, I used to be like this. I'm. There's something wrong with me, yeah. and so I'm going to fix it. I'm going to do something to cover, or I'm going to do mm-hmm. something to to try and restore. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I would say this is the first time we see you know justification by works, yes. where I'm going to be right with God by doing something mm-hmm. versus letting God do it.
0: And the fact that I'm I, I mentioned this during the sermon, just saying that like they got busy doing this, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's like you can get so busy trying to cover. Things yeah. up, and um, that really you forget what is really
1: important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I think we we still do that.
1: Mm-hmm. No, nope, absolutely <laughs> the
0: same thing. Um, okay, and then, and then Jesus uh,
1: walks in. He's walking yep. in the cool, and they hear God, mm-hmm. which I I love that part. They mm-hmm. they hear him. Um, so then they go and they hide. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Um, <laughs> and, and, then, and, and then yeah, I
0: talked about somewhere, and then he comes and says, "Where are you?"
1: Yeah, and what I love about that, Just, and I think we were talking about this earlier, is this is the first question God mm-hmm. asks. In the Old Testament or in the Bible, really. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, where are you? He's looking for his his people. Um, and then the first, what I find interesting is the first question in the New Testament is from uh, man looking for the Savior. Where is mm-hmm. he? Right? So it's like at the beginning, there's God's so great. reaching out. No, where are you? Where are there's broken, mm-hmm. right? There's separation. I am looking for you. And then eventually, you know, a few millennia later, Man's like, okay, we're looking for him. There's this brokenness. Yeah. There's still this gap, but now I am in pursuit of of him, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. which is pretty no. Cool. It's,
0: it is. Pretty, it's just such a full question. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah, it they end up. Yeah, that could be a whole saying, series, actually. Yes, how to It's think about so it. true. Because oh, you cool. could just talk about how God pursues us, and He does, and then that's where they start blaming each other, and then yeah. Well, and you what I find can.
1: interesting, I. I I held my tongue. I didn't go there. But it's interesting, Adam's response, because yes, he is sort of blaming Eve, but he's, I think he's actually blaming God God. for sure. Well, this is the woman you You made. You gave me, yeah. So this is on you. And I think sometimes we do the same thing, right? We feel stuck in our sin or we feel guilty for whatever reason and we want to chalk it up to God. Well, if you would have done this or if you wouldn't have done that or whatever. Um, And because again,
0: we are only seeing this. Right. Whereas God sees this, right? Right. And so it's just so easy for us to be stuck in that, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But anyways, and then it kind of goes to verse 15, which is what I talked about, that you know, it's the messianic prophecy mm-hmm. of the seed that's going to come and crush mm-hmm. Satan, mm-hmm. bruises heel. But ultimately, it's all about the fact that God, that God wants to restore a relationship between him and humans. And mm-hmm. this is the, the way that it's possible through Jesus.
1: Right. And yeah, yeah. And that, that. kind of goes back to, and I, I forget... I think it was a few weeks ago we were talking about this, um, the whole idea of like shalom and completeness mm-hmm. and wholeness, where there was Shalom, there was peace and and, and perfection yes. right that's, what, that's that's another right. way we translate it. Um, but now there's brokenness, and now this is the answer. you will experience Shalom, you will be complete right. and there will be peace and perfection, mm-hmm. but it's only through the Messiah and what do you And, and, and there's yeah. also this kind of this interesting um, because again, another favorite. Author uh, Ellen White, um, mm-hmm. she as she's describing this, she describes that Moses wrote Torah when he was out in Midian, um, right? So, what's Moses doing in Midian for 40 years? This guy is tending sheep, right? That's what mm-hmm. he's doing. And this imagery, he will strike your head and you will strike his heel. This is like a shepherd sheep. Like concept, that's an mm. image, right, of what a shepherd, a good shepherd, which you preached about, a good shepherd. If there's a serpent and there are sheep, and right, and the sheep yeah, are in we'll are in jeopardy, them. he will sacrifice himself for the sheep. Mm. And so I just think it's interesting to, to Moses writing this stuff down um, while being a shepherd. Like this is kind of his first understanding of a Messiah and what he's like. Yeah, uh, no, which that's I think it's yeah, cool. that's
0: beautiful. Well, and then, because we were running out of time. Yeah, I know. I they so much. are yeah. thrown out of the garden in the end. But I wanted to read a quote that I found. It's in this book called Salvation. If you haven't read it, there are, it's just like full Was of articles from people. It's from different people. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Different authors. I don't know if I authors. have that one. It's really good. So there is an article in it um, um, called Origin of Sin and Salvation. And that one's written by my dad. Mm. And he is writing this quote at the end where, you know, he's talking about the fact that Adam and Eve are are expelled from the garden. Mm -hmm. And it says this, God expels Adam and Eve from the garden to prevent and protect them Mm. from becoming eternal sinners and to live under the curse of sin permanently. And then there is a quote from Ross, where it says the story closes with the Lord's reasoned decision to prevent humankind from extending life in such a painful state. Mm. God acted to prevent them from continuing on perpetually in that condition, which I think is such an incredible point because sometimes we think, oh, well, you know, this was like a punishment that God is doing. But in reality, it is really to protect them from what would happen, which is living forever in sin, which is an awful thing. And God is saying, No, that is I'm going to put an end to evil right. at the end.
1: Yeah, no, and I think that's beautiful yeah. and, and that that it does give us clear understanding of who God is and, and why he's doing this. It's it's yes. for their benefit. It's not, you know, some extra yeah. you know, whatever yeah. that we type. To because thing. again,
0: he sees the big picture. Right. And he knows that there is a lot more and we just see like these little things and we right. get so stuck in them.
1: Um I love that this will just be the last thing. Mm-hmm. Um so Talking about temptation and yeah, Satan shows up and he twists truth and he, right, he makes it just overly easy for us, right? He places it in our hands. Um, yeah. However, um, Paul tells us in First Corinthians 10, 13, right, there's this beautiful mm-hmm. promise um, where verse yes. 13, it says, the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. Oh, that's great. So I'm not the only one. You're not the only one, right, who gets tempted with yeah. whatever it is you're tempted Like We all are tempted that way. Um, But it says, um, And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure Mm. it. Mm. So just like in the garden, yes, there is the temptation, but Jesus walks up and provides a way out. That's right. And I think that's really for all of us. Yes, we're going to be tempted, but look for that way of escape. There will always Mm. be a way Mm. of escape.
0: That's That's such an important point, and that is why. The Messianic prophecy in this is so important because right. we need Jesus. That is the only solution. The only hope in our world is
1: Jesus. Yeah. Um, yeah. And
0: cool. he's he amazing.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. It makes a difference in my life today. Yes. Um, not just for salvation one day when, but today. That's right. Um, right so, now. Yeah, that's good. All right. Will you pray for yep, us? And then sure. uh, I think we're done. Would love to. Let's okay. pray.
0: Lord God, we just want to thank you for all the things that you have left for us in your word mm-hmm. that we can learn from. hmm and thank you for this reminder that you are the one that we need. That you have a plan. That you see everything from just a perspective that we we don't see. And so help us to trust you mm-hmm. and to just keep letting you be the one who directs us in our lives. Because everything starts from this battle of of good and evil, and and oftentimes we just forget about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there. It's real. And Satan is constantly trying to get us. But you, Lord, you keep pursuing us and, and you love us with everything. That's why you died for us. And so I pray that you help us to hold on to that and hold on to you and to trust in the fact that whatever temptations come, you have given us a way of escape because you are a powerful God who works in our lives now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I thank you for that and I just put us all into your hands. Mm-hmm. And I pray this in your
1: name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank yep, you for joining. Thank you. And we'll see you next yep. week.